Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And thank the Father, too. And you can thank the Holy Ghost. Amen? It's okay. Everything's okay today in the glory. Mm-hmm. What's the prophetic word? You just need to enjoy God. It's true. People are so anxious. What does the Bible say? Be anxious about nothing. But in everything, give thanks. Cast your cares. He cares to you, cares for you. <laughs> Amen. There's a place of rest that He's prepared for you where you can fully trust Him in every area of your soul to provide for you, to protect you, to comfort you, to guide you, to lead you, to carry you into places that you know nothing about. We walk by faith, we run by anointing, and we fly by glory. Amen? It's true. <laughs> I gotta tell you it's true after I say something true because it's like, you know, I tell you the truth. Jesus said it. I tell you, aren't you God? Of course you're telling Why are you telling me you're telling me the truth? Are you sometimes lying to me? <laughs> he was just confirming that, you know, listen, this isn't just truth. This is really, really true. I tell you the truth, and it's true. What? He needs to reiterate it to you because your mind's like sometimes wandering. It's like, well, I don't know how true the spirit of truth is, you know, maybe it's a partial truth. Some people receive it as a full truth and they get it activated and they get their miracle and they get their breakthrough and they get everything they've ever dreamed and hoped and prayed for and other people don't get anything. So it's like you got to tell them it's true. It's true. It's true for everyone. You know, and they don't have faith for it. And you just keep whacking them with Aaron's staff that budded and it's a good whack, you know, it's... It's a good whack. It's like getting whacked in the glory, getting drunk on love, and getting blessed on divine favor. It's true. <laughs> and you can feel that realm of anointing just working on your souls today. He wants to marinate your souls in a greater anointing so it can get so easy for you. That's really what I'm seeing today. The angelic realm has been so intense the last 24, hour, 24 hours. It's the most angel activity I've ever seen in my life. For 20 years, I've been seeing angels. Before that, I saw demons, and after I was born again, I saw angels. So go figure. I don't know. It's just a gift. Hallelujah. But this last 24 hours, I mean, just flashes and wings and just flying lights. And, and it's so energized in my house in the last 24 hours, and I know it's just the increase of the anointing and the glory of God and healing for our family and just the removal of curses that have been kindled of doubts and fears. And, and it's just such a tremendous breakthrough for the family of God. You know, it really is. I remember when I met Penny, you know, what, 11 years ago or 12 years ago or so, and we were going to Bethel. Bethel, they had this Wednesday night Vespers thing, this worship thing. And you go and you'd worship God with all the college students. She's still in college and I just graduated and I'm in full-time ministry and the Holy Spirit speaking to me so clearly and you know, and it's not like some external voice. It's the 
you know, the secret place of the heart and just from intimacy from eight hours a day for years of just marinating in the Word and just knowing Him intimately and praying in tongues. And it's just such a clear and accurate prophetic word and it's just confirmed in this word. It's a real word from God. And the word of God was that everything that would happen to Penny would would be symbolizing what's happening to the whole Bride of Christ worldwide. And I know it sounds like, wow, it's such a crazy destiny. It's so big and gigantic. But, I mean, it was clear. I mean, it was crystal clear. And it was 100% accurate. And I know this season of increased angelic activity is for the whole Bride of Christ and not just for our house. We broadcast our house, you know, the crack house, with the crack of heaven for the whole world to get cracked open from religion. (laughs) To get undone from the works of slavery, of do's and don'ts in the garden and to be totally fulfilled from the curse of the law in the spirit of grace. And we're seeing such an increase of angelic activity, and it's for the healing of the Bride of Christ. It's for the Bride of Christ to come out of the wilderness and enter the Promised Land, because God wants it to get so easy for you today that you don't have any more cares that you don't have any more desires that are unfulfilled, nothing in your heart that's sick, but it's all yes and amen in Jesus Christ. Amen? He wants to bless you. He's a good father. You've had bad fathers. Now you've had a good father in Jesus Christ. He's an everlasting father. Right? Isaiah chapter 9, he's the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Just believe and let him in encounter you and let you encounter him today. Seriously, there is such a realm of anointing. I got so whacked during that worship time. It was just on a completely different level, this season of glory that we're rolling into. It's like a a wave that we've never surfed before. You know, it's like nothing could prepare you, but, you know, we're doing the best we can with what we've had the last 20 years, you know. It's like, I've been faithful with the little, now let's see what he does with the lot, you know. I'm telling you, that's the realm we're entering into now. It's a realm of greater glory. It's a realm of greater ease. It's a realm of greater favor. There's a place of favor that you're protected within and all around, and nothing of the enemy can ever enkindle upon you. Just receive it today. Let it penetrate into your bones, the oil of gladness. In the book of Psalms, it talks about the oil of joy as the very anointing oil of God. And it's poured on your heads today. And it's marinated into your hearts today. And it goes right down into your womb, into your spiritual stomach. And it looses the fruitfulness of the Garden of Eden, of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, into your very spirit. (laughs) Into your spirit being. Amen. Into your eternal spirit. And your spirit man grows by the anointing oil. Amen. How are we going to know God unless we know Him in spirit and in truth? Well, you can't. It's sealed off. The glory realm of the spirit of glory and the spirit of truth is a sealed realm unless you go through the sheepfold and the sheep gate of Jesus Christ. Amen? There's no way around Jesus into the kingdom of heaven. He's the only door. He's the only gate. He's the only way, truth, and life. No one can come to the Father, and the Father is the glory, except through Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 
the Son of the living God. And the more your faith increases by the encounters of His presence and the encounters of His angels and the encounters of His miracles, signs, and wonders, the more you know God in the glory. He wants to know you. The word is yada. You know, we say yada, yada, yada. But it means intimacy with God. You know, it's like da-da, goo-goo-ga-ga, Papa, the most endearing term that a person can have for their father. You know, that's what God wants with you. That's knowing Him. Yadayin Him. Amen? <laughs> Having an intimate relationship with your Heavenly Father that surpasses anyone's understanding in the natural realm. It's like, there's no possible way you can understand what I'm feeling right now sitting in this chair talking to you. I mean, it is so profound the glory realm that I'm feeling right now and what my emotions are feeling in my five physical senses on fire and glorified in the kingdom realm of the gold realm of Jesus Christ. It really is a realm of pure gold. A realm when He's refined your heart seven times into pure gold. Amen? It's a realm of pure kingdom and it's the gold of the kingdom and it's the gold of the refinement of knowing Him. <laughs> And it is. It's the realm of intimacy, and it's the realm of the secret place, and it's the realm of the marriage chambers of our bridegroom king, Jesus Christ, and it's the realm of glory. It's the kingdom of heaven on earth. That's what we're experiencing today. And we are so high and drunk on it. And I might sound like a babbling fool today, but I'm tell you what, that's what a drunkard is. They're just so drunk, they're so exhilarated on the experience of God that they don't even know how to express it to you. Scripture says that it, it far surpasses mere words. It's like sounds and groanings from the deep. Groanings from the deep. <laughs> it's not so much for your intellect as it is for your heart to receive the substance of the kingdom of heaven today, an impartation of oil and an impartation of wine into your belly, which becomes the treasure house and the wine cellar of the kingdom of heaven within you. Amen. Luke 17, 21. Until we fully realize it with our whole minds renewed, we'll keep telling you because it's the Word of God, and it remains forever, and until it's fully experienced at the Father's level of blazing light and the light of salvation on earth as it is in heaven in the full encounter of His presence and His glory and His angels and His miracles and the restoration of our souls to the ability of Jesus Christ, where we're walking through walls and we're walking on water, oftentimes Jesus would just teleport around Israel, wouldn't He? In the Bible. There he was, and then he was gone. Where'd he go? He just moved around in a chariot of fire. Just disappeared from their midst all the time in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I mean, those are the same abilities that are in your spirits right now. And it is this realm that brings those abilities to the surface so that your mind says, Wow! I'm not stuck in the natural realm. There's a glory realm that takes me into a deeper place of the ability of God so that I can become the sons of God, the huyos, the mature ones, the ones that He can rest government upon. I want to grow up into the abilities of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to stay an infant in Christ. Paul talks about the infants in Christ that receive the milk of the Word, 
and then the mature ones that receive the solid meat of the word. Amen? Milk is for the infants, and the infants are precious, so give them as much milk as they want. But if you've been around 10, 20 years in Christianity, it's really time for some solid meat. And I tell you what, there's enough love here that even if you're born again day one, you can start eating and feasting in throne room revelations, in throne room encounters, in throne room love. You don't have to wait 20 years like I did, you know. It's like it's taken me 20 years to get to this place. But it's here today for you right now to the measure you can receive it by faith. Hallelujah. And God wants all this realm of glory to be upon you. Not so you look special, although you are special and you do look special, but so that you can lead everyone to God, you know? Because there's no other God except the God of glory that thunders. There's no other God except the King of glory, Jesus Christ, strong and mighty in battle. There is just no other wonder-working God except the real Lord Jesus that gives grace into our spirits. He just fills us with His favor. The favor of the King. The royal power of the King of kings and Lord of lords. The royalty of Zion. Hallelujah. Something that's going to make the Rothschild family's heads spin. Whoa. True Jewish royalty. Oh my gosh. Jesus is the royalty of heaven and earth. It is written. Pontius Pilate to Jesus Christ. So you are a king. And Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. Hallelujah. <laughs> my kingdom is not of this world. My royal power is of the kingdom of heaven, and so is yours. We are divine royalty. Peter says, you are a royal priesthood and a holy nation set apart for God made holy, sanctified inwardly by the anointing oil, sanctified outwardly by the anointing oil, set apart to be God's holy nation, the nation of Israel. Hallelujah. Israel means prince with God or sons of God. So what's an Israelite? A son of God, you know? And we're like, oh, the Jews are special. Yeah, the Jews are special. So are the Irish. So are the Scandinavians. So are the Mexicans. All nations. I will make you a light to all nations. Do you think one nation's more special? Well, that nation probably has a special gifting. But when you learn how to love everyone perfectly, you'll bring all the gifts of all the nations to the surface out of their spirit and through their renewed minds, and they'll begin walking in their destinies. Every nation is loaded with destinies, loaded with gifts. And it's only by the realm of God's love, the realm of His glory, that it brings their spirit and their spirit life to the surface through their renewed minds. And then you see what God did here in creation. But if you can't see it, it's just the natural realm. But when you learn to love, you can see the potential that's deep within them oftentimes, in their spirit, in they're usually not living out of their spirit. They're usually living out of their flesh. And they're usually living by the sweat of their brow. And they're, they're usually limited to the natural realm. 
and some people even have a lot of cool stuff going in the natural realm so it's like they need a lot of glory and a lot of love to bring that whole dormant area out of their spirit and through the renewed mind and it would just glorify their lives God doesn't want to put a yoke of religion on people God wants to enhance their life to make it as blessed and easy and prosperous and just amazing as you could ever imagine that's truly the only thing the Father wants to do. Jesus knew that fully and called him the good Father. The good Father will never give you rocks or snakes, but we're so used to having men and women in Christian ministry, and I'm guilty of this many times myself, that are just not perfect representations of God the Father all the time. And so it's like we don't have a grid for a perfect and good Father that only gives good gifts constantly. It's true. But we're getting a grid for it because we're really getting perfectly fathered now, aren't we? <laughs> There's just so often when we've wanted good things from God, we'll go to the, the ministry leader, we'll go to different people, and I've done this a thousand times, going to different ministries, trying to like, you know, get help in my early days and all this stuff and get the right foot of fellowship instead of a hug. And because there's just, they don't even know what to do with us. It's like the destiny and the anointing is so big, it's like it, they don't even know how to pastor us. And it's like you can't hold it against them. It's just you carry on, you just brush the dust off, and you know there is some woundedness in there because you've been rejected so many times, and that's part of the stirring up of the anointing oil in your life. And your destiny is so big, they just they didn't know how to deal with you. That's true. That's that's true with everyone in the army of the Lord. Even the people that are committing the sins against people are wounded. I mean, that's the only way you can wound others is if you've been wounded yourself. I mean, it's just a whole mess in humanity, and the answer is the same for everyone. God the Father. Amen? The good Father. <laughs> and then the Father's goodness comes forth through those that are just completely fathered, and you could say spoiled by His goodness. You know, just absolutely spoiled into the sweetness of the Garden of Eden until there's not a negative thing in them. There's just not even one snake in them or one rock in them. Every time you just go around them, it's only bread and fishes all the time. Jesus used that analogy. You could say now it's just always candy and milkshakes and ice cream all the time that comes out of them. Is there anything in them except sweetness? No! It's all been taken out. They're totally delivered from the kingdom of hell. All they are now is boxes of gemstones and sweet wine and healing and honey and goodness and miracles. And anytime you're around them, it's just gold just coming off of them and coins and prosperity and miracles and inspiration and creative power and creative life that just transfigures the soul just by being in proximity of them. They're called the sons of God. They're just people that got undone from religion or undone from themselves. I mean, that's, that's all it is. It's not a big mystery, you know? Whoever is forgiven much loves much. You get forgiven your whole human nature. All that's left is God is love, <laughs> you know? And I tell you what, God has helped me along the way to not hold on to anything in my life and even areas, you know, that I appear to have skills in. It's like I am absolutely nothing without Him. And I'm, I'm very thankful for Him always 
emphasizing that and many of our viewers as well and people around I mean even if people are just telling you bad stuff all the time God can use that I'm like I'm sure there's probably truth in everything they're saying you know and I'm, I'm sure I've sinned in that area, you know, like a hundred times. And it's just like, well, just forgive me and heal me. Because, uh, you know, even if the accuser comes with this whole report of accusations and a hundred percent accuracy, it's all true. It's just like, ah, oh, well, I guess I just need more of Jesus in that area until there's literally nothing to accuse anymore. You'll find that the accuser's been defeated by Christ. And when Christ is formed in you, there's just nothing to accuse anymore. Is Jesus, is Jesus accused by Satan anymore? He's really not, because the glory is too strong. And so he used those opportunities of misunderstanding and accusation and all that stuff as refiner's fire and launderer's soap to just have a greater purification. You know, Because there, there is a lot of refinement going into producing the sons and daughters of God. I mean, it's just absolutely inclusive of the entire universe of stars and sands and every single thing that's here throughout history and all of the orchestration of events and life and the movement of the stars and the movement of the sun and the movement of the moon and the movement of the oceans and the waters and the movement of blood and everything that's on the earth and everything that's in the heavens. I mean, it's a huge situation that goes into making the theater called the surface of the earth, the terrestrial plane. I mean, it's gigantic. And it's mind-blowing, and it's fun to experience, you know, just parts and aspects of what makes God God in orchestrating this whole situation to father us through. And it's really phenomenal how He can just have total sovereignty over the situation, and we can rise up into His ways and into His thoughts and participate with His godliness and His God-likeness. And that's really the place of maturing in faith and in anointing and in glory and in revelation, which is all just learning how to love as God loves and with God's vision and with God's power to heal the nations. Growing up is nothing less than just learning how to love perfectly. And it's not a human love. It's a supernatural, glorious love that always has angel power in it. When you're around the King of Glory and He's loving on you, you're going to leave with a blessing and a gift. You can't be around the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and not be enriched. I mean, your situation will change for the better, guaranteed. It's just like how much will it change? You know, you're around God the King and you're around the Good Father and you're around the Archangels and you're around the 24 elders and the living creatures and that dimension of eternal glory that's coming forth. It's just how much change and how fast and it's usually to the measure that you can receive it. Because it's beyond comprehension and the human mind just kind of wigs out sometimes and go, eh, 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 you know, like a violin string breaking in your brain. I'm not sure I'm ready for this much glory. And it's like, well, all the stuff in life has kind of softened you with His presence and prepared you. I've drawn you by my everlasting love. You know you can trust it, that it's good, and it's going to work out for a better situation for you on earth. And it's like, okay, I'm all in. And you jump in the river, you do the dead man's float, and you let the river carry you to places you didn't even know existed. Those are the high places of the lords and the kings, of the king of kings and the lord of lords. Those are places you can only get to by supernatural faith. 
and by supernatural anointing and supernatural glory and supernatural angels working with you to carry you to places that your natural ability cannot take you. Those are the, the places of ruling and reigning with Christ a thousand years. Those are the places of the high places over the mountains of the earth that He wants to take you today. Amen? He wants to take you to a higher place of influence and a higher place because that's what's been purifying your heart for. All the purification and the testings and the trials in life is for your heart to be so pure that He can trust you with realms of influence. We're talking about, you know, sometimes a hundred souls, sometimes a hundred thousand souls, sometimes a hundred million souls. And He'll trust you to the realm of influence to the measure you are purified in heart. That there is no guile in you, there is nothing in you except God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. And that's when the rains come off. That's when the floodgates open where He's like, just let him reign. And he turns up the power in you. He turns up the wisdom. He turns up the miracles. He turns up the glory. He turns up the favor is what it is. And the favor of God begins to go through all flesh around you like a flood, like a volcano eruption. And everybody wants to know you. Everyone wants to be around you because you're enhancing their quality of life. You're bringing heaven to earth. You're healing every sickness. You're transforming families and you're healing relationships. And that's never-ending revival. That's what the manifesting sons of God are bringing forth. That's the realm of God the Father coming forth through our renewed minds with our purified hearts in never-ending revival. It's all about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And the Trinity is the glory of God. And it's for everyone. Amen. And I thank you, Father, for blessing all these hearts and all these minds with the Trinity. And we baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit into the glory of God to carry you to higher places that you know nothing about so you can have a better life on earth and to heal and bless your regions by the overflow of your cups. And they are royal cups today. You need to understand your body is the royal cup of the King of Kings. It's true. My cup overflows, Psalms 23. Okay, That's the King speaking, King David. It's royalty. Your body is the royal cup that God drinks from. You're a wine vessel, and the wine is His love, and it's going to overflow in you in such a way that everyone will want to begin drinking from you, and that's how your favor increases. It is a mystical thing, but understand the ways of God. So it's demystified. It's a simple thing, but it's also mystical. It's a glorious thing that is kind of hard to understand and hard to grasp, but it's as simple as understanding the glory and the love overflowing through your bodies and everyone wanting to get blessed by it. You know, Jesus said, come to the fountain of life and drink. What are they drinking? His life, the divine life, the royal power of the kingdom of heaven that's overflowing out of your bodies, out of your bellies, flowing rivers of creative power. But of this he spoke of the Holy Ghost, God's sevenfold Holy Spirit. That's the glory, the seven spirits of God. There's seven colors in a rainbow. You spin the seven colors of the rainbow real fast, it turns into white light. The rainbow represents the Holy Spirit, and you have a rainbow in you. It's called the mind of Christ. 
and everyone will come and receive that rainbow and that glory and that mind and that kingdom and they'll be changed. They'll be transformed. They'll be healed of every sickness and they'll be blessed and they'll be absolutely overcome with the goodness of God. What does the Bible say about it? Not only is the goodness the glory of God, but the goodness leads them to repentance. Oh, I'm changing. I'm changing inside. I actually have a thirst for righteousness now. These things are awesome. I had no idea Christianity was this amazing. You know? And just, they're changing. They're repenting because of the goodness of His glory that's just whacking their brains. It's just infusing their souls. And it's the most beautiful thing. It's why Jesus died on the cross, to bring everyone into the kingdom of glory, to live in the fullness of God the Father's fathering in every area of their soul life. We love you guys. Be blessed. If you want to partner with Red Letter Ministries, you can donate at redlettermen.com. And be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.